Welcome to the Knowing Jesus Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bachman, and I am a licensed professional counselor. On the show, we read and unpack the Bible together with the goal of knowing Jesus better. Go figure. On today's episode, we'll be reading John chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He only came as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. We're going to pause there. Right off the bat here, John is proclaiming, he starts off a very unique way than the other Gospels. He gives us some context into the beginning of creation, saying, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, and he was with God in the beginning, referring to Jesus, Jesus being the sense of truth that holds all things together, that's made all things As we see in verse 3, through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. John doesn't hold back by saying Jesus is the point of life. He is the author of life, the creator of life. Everything is made through him, because of him, for him. Life is empty without him, and that is not in any way to shame someone who doesn't know Jesus or to ridicule them. As we will see in the story of Jesus, he is invitational and so kind and compassionate to those who do not know him or proclaim to have all the answers. Jesus is only hostile, confrontational, or blunt with the Pharisees, those who say they know all the truth, and pretend to be teachers and leaders of the faith, and yet by their actions, by their heart, deny the very God that they proclaim to serve. And you might even see some parallels, right? We still have Pharisees to this day. We still have people that claim to be the gatekeepers and key holders of God and his truth, and yet their actions, their words, the way they treat human beings deny the very God that they're, they're claiming to serve. Jesus is confrontational and stern 
with those who say they have the answers and who are leaders and yet lead people astray. He is incredibly patient with those who are seeking, who are curious, who are wondering, who are stumbling, like myself, through this life. In the other verses, we see Jesus being compared to light, the light of men, and really that says mankind. It's the light to all human beings. This light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it, meaning everything from on a global scale, light versus darkness, evil and good, or human beings who do not know Jesus, and so they do not understand his goodness, his value. Like myself, before I was a Christian, it didn't make any sense to me. And then verse 6, there came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. So you might, if you're not familiar, there's, there's two Johns already. Why? You know, we've got John the Baptist, and that's the John we're talking about in verse 6. And then John the disciple, who is writing this book. So John the Baptist, verse 7, came as a witness to testify concerning that light, or Jesus, so that through John the Baptist, oh, so that through Jesus, sorry, all men might believe, all humankind might believe. John the Baptist wasn't the light. He only came as a witness to the light or to Jesus. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. I find it so amazingly sad and humbling in verse 10. Jesus was in the world and though the world was made through him, he made it. The world did not recognize him. Here, I'm assuming that John is intentionally creating this very real drama. And it echoes back to the garden. God, the Father, and Jesus, and the Spirit together fashioned humankind, man and woman, in paradise to be in relationship with them. And as the story starts and progresses from there, in the garden, mankind chooses not God. They choose to rebel. We choose to rebel. We continue to choose to rebel. And here, still, Jesus is coming in human form, God on earth, man, God, walking among human beings, and we still didn't get it. I can't even fathom the amount of patience and kindness that this man, God, held as he walked in his creation and people didn't recognize him, and they slandered him, they doubted him, they ridiculed him, they tried to trap him. And this is all before the crucifixion, even. This is just his ministry, as we're going to see. I find it incredibly convicting, as it doesn't take much from my pride to be stirred up and for me to get annoyed with my fellow man. As a counselor, <laughs> I, I deal with people's pride and resistance and defenses all day long. And obviously there's some really glorious moments in counseling too, but um, my job is an occupational hazard, right? I'm, I'm confronting, off, if, I, if you're a good counselor, you don't always just affirm your clients. You, you lovingly <laughs> reflect a mirror and help them see. And just like in my own story, that's not always a pleasant process for the seer or for the one holding the mirror. And I can take offense, and I can be, get personal, and I can get frustrated, and I can get discouraged, and I am humbled as I read these verses. And Jesus has all the more claim and reason 
to be offended and to get frustrated. And yet, as we will see the story unfold, he is patient. He is kind and he doesn't give up. I can't imagine what it would be like to create human beings and then them to not recognize who he is, his goodness, and his character. And not only that, but it says the the end of verse 12, but his own did not receive him. Verse 12, yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. Again, so early in the chapter, John is revealing some treasures to us. He's reminding us that when we have a relationship with God and through Jesus, we are no longer orphans. We no longer have to scrape, claw, and beg for our identities we are given the ultimate identity a human being can achieve. No CEO, no title, no fame, no glory on this earth can compare to the magnificence and the glorious nature of being a child of God. Nothing can compare to having an eternal declaration, proclamation that I am a son of God. My wife is a daughter of God. We are children of God. In no way do I want that phrase to seem so easy to accept, right? So obviously our cognition, our left brain, our logical side can say, sure, I'm, I'm a child of God, but it is another reality for that truth to fill our hearts and grow and expand and touch every part of who we are as human beings. For me personally, it has taken a great deal of meditation, of prayer, of counseling, of processing, of reminding myself, of talking with friends, the whole shebang. These truths seem so simple and easy to then just move on to the next verse. And yet if our life isn't radically shaped by this truth, we have missed out on one of the few glorious treasures we can partake this side of heaven. Do you believe in a heartwarming, life-changing way that you are a child of God? Again, if you know God personally through Jesus, do you have that truth expanding and changing your heart? If not, Let's continue the conversation. Let's explore together. Um, Find friends, family, loved ones, counselors who do know that, who can shepherd you and walk you in those beautiful truths. Or if you want a whole podcast episode devoted to that, let me know. I'd love talking about being children of God. As we come to a close on today's episode, let's recap what we've gone over so far. We've learned that Jesus came to earth on mission to rescue us, that we, humanity, did not recognize him for who he truly is, and that Jesus, unlike us, didn't take it personally when we didn't recognize him for who he is. Think about our own lives. When we don't feel like we're respected or honored and we can get nasty, we can get defensive, 
Jesus was patient through his story, even though he, above everyone else, had the right to condemn us and say, you didn't recognize me. We see that Jesus existed from the beginning of time with the Father and that their mission is to make those who believe in Jesus children of God. This concludes our summary for today. Listen to the outro for more information and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'd love to hear something you've learned or want to learn more about. You can share comments and continue the conversation on social media. Links are provided in the description. You may be wondering, hey, Brian, we're supposedly reading through the New Testament in five months, but you only cover 40 verses every other day. How is that possible? You, my friend, are observant. The short answer is we are building towards more content daily, but I also need your help. Liking, sharing, telling your friends are all very helpful. And the most helpful thing you can do is to become a supporter for as little as $4 a month. Thanks again for listening. I can't wait to dive into more life-giving scriptures with you.